Hello, my name is Reverend Casey Carbone, and you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church at Mayopac. We are currently worshiping on Sundays at 10 a.m., both on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. We hope that this message provides you with a source of encouragement and allows you to grow more deeply in your faith as we all continue to seek to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Friends, our reading for today, which will be the main meditation for us today on this Sunday, comes from the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 to 20. And to help lead us in our scripture lesson for today, we have Suzanne, who will be reading for us. Listen now to God's holy word. The scripture lesson for today is from Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Friends, let us pray. Almighty God, we ask that this morning as we read your holy scripture, as we meditate on how it speaks to us, that we may be illumined and moved to be your disciples, to go out to the ends of the earth bringing healing and reconciliation. We ask that along the way as we journey that in the times when our hearts are too heavy to bear, that we can lift them up to you and to lift them to one another so that our journey is a shared one, knowing that in our shared experiences with one another, that is where you call us to be a holy and a sacred community. We pray this in your most holy name. Amen. Each gospel lesson or each gospel reading, each gospel book has a different ending. The gospel of Luke ends with Jesus' ascension into heaven. We discover in the gospel of Mark that things are quite different, that things end with an empty tomb and a bunch of people who are scared, who are in fear. And in the Gospel of John, we find that it ends with Jesus making some appearances to some of his followers and other disciples. Yet the Gospel of Matthew ends with a very salient point that is appropriate for us to stay, which is the place really where the rubber meets the road in terms of life and faith. That faith is not an isolating practice. It's not something that we do in private, but takes us outside of ourselves. 
And what authority then commands us that we go out into the world bringing about justice and healing and reconciliation? Well, this is where the classic Sunday school answer comes into play. Because it's none other than God who instilled in us such abilities. This commissioning from Jesus that he gave to his disciples does not lead us to an easy life, however. On the contrary, we quickly discover that living in between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Caesar is a very difficult feat. To exist between the two, these two callings can lead to dire consequences if we fail to take seriously the words and the actions of Jesus. Take, for example, Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed Jesus, whose absence is certainly felt at the end of Matthew's Gospel, where Jesus addresses the now eleven disciples. And even if we find that we have faith, that doesn't mean we won't question. Such as Thomas and the others who worshipped Jesus, but were told also had some doubts. When we fail to heed the call of Jesus, and when we neglect the gift of the Holy Spirit, and when we turn our backs on the gift, God's gift of life, that is when the time of the empire, the time of Caesar, takes over. And this is something we are all too familiar with. The empire of Caesar, the physical manifestation of our own selfishness and greed, our own obsession for power, only cares about systems that put people down that oppress them, that puts others into slavery, systems that place material wealth over human life. Life that was instilled in you and me from the very beginning, that is more sacred than anything else in the world. It is a path that leads all who follow it. This path of Caesar leads only to death. But oh, how shallow, oh, how shallow the empire of Caesar becomes, though, when the light of God exposes it for what it truly is. Caesar has had his day, but the time of the kingdom of God, a place where everyone has a seat at the table, is here and now. And it's calling for you and for me. God has not forgotten us. We possess the spirit of the advocate and the one who set the ultimate example of love made flesh. Matthew's gospel brings this full circle by stating that Christ is with us. As it was said in the very beginning of his gospel message, that God would send one who shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. God is with us. God is walking along with us, listening to our cries, our hurts, and compelling us to live boldly as citizens in the kingdom of God, not 
in the kingdom of Caesar. And so God calls us to live boldly as citizens in the kingdom of God who walk between the realms of heaven and earth. Much of this journey is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable because it points out our own complicity and ignorance of truths, of hurts we have long ignored. Yet if we lean hard and trust that this discerning and reforming work has a purpose, we will then truly ensure that all are welcome into the kingdom of God. Welcome to have a seat at the table that God has prepared for all people. Now, more than ever, friends, we need to invoke the gifts of, and talents we have received from the Holy Trinity to fulfill the earthly and spiritual ministries Christ has entrusted to us. When we reject empathy, we reject the love that God has shown us. When we turn a blind eye to pain and suffering, we devalue the great suffering God endured for all of us. When we close off our ears to the cries that have yearned for hope and justice for centuries, we dishonor the God of the oppressed and the marginalized. So let us act, speak, and think in ways that model Christ, who shows us the way to live and breaks us free breaks us free and asks us to break others free from Caesar's grip. So with that being said, friends, I thought this morning I would take a moment to say that I think it's appropriate today, this day, for all those who are watching and later listening and those later on YouTube when I fix that, to take a moment where we all have an opportunity to recommit ourselves to the mission that God has given to us. So I would like to commission all of you at home, regardless of whether or not you're a member, you can be a friend for sure, or someone who's just joining us for the first time, as disciples of the living God, who desires reconciliation, justice, love, compassion, and mercy, all things that God has modeled for us. So to help lead us in this commissioning as a part of our service today, hear these words. That we are called by God to be the church of Jesus Christ, a sign in the world today of what God intends for all humankind. And you're, of course, invited to join or listen to the bolded parts of these questions. That the great ends of the church are the proclamation of the gospel for the salvation of humankind, the shelter, nurture, and spiritual fellowship of the children of God, the maintenance of divine worship, the preservation of truth, the promotion of social righteousness, and the exhibition of the kingdom of heaven to the world.
Friends, the grace of God bestowed on you in your baptism is sufficient for your calling because it is by God's grace. And by God's grace, we are saved and enabled to grow in faith and live and to commit our lives in the ways that serve Christ. So friends, for those who would like to participate in today's commissioning, as we reaffirm our commitment to be disciples of Christ, I ask you this question. Will you be Christ's faithful disciples, obeying God's word and showing God's love? If you will, you can respond. And I would challenge you to take a moment now to think of one way in which you will commit yourself to not only affirm these words, but to take a step in showing God's love today and the day after tomorrow. Friends, I ask you the second question, which is, do you welcome the responsibility of this service because you are determined to follow Jesus, to love your neighbor, and to work for the reconciling of the world? Do you? And if you do, again, what is one thing, starting today, that you can do to go and love your neighbor? and to work for the reconciling of the world. And friends, will you serve the people of this vast, wide world and this community here at home with energy, intelligence, imagination, love, and empathy, relying on God's mercy and rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit, that pushes us to places unknown. Will you? And if you will, again, commit to one thing today that you can do to make these words more than just words. Faithful God, in baptism you claimed us, and by your Holy Spirit you are working in our lives empowering us to live a life worthy of your calling. We thank you for leading all who are here in this time and place. Establish them in your truth and guide them by your Holy Spirit, that in your service they may grow in faith, hope, and love and be faithful disciples of Jesus Christ, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory now and forevermore. Amen. Friends, what could be a more fitting end to the Gospel of Matthew than a statement of action and purpose? Having been created in the image of God, we are called by God, taught by Jesus Christ, and inspired by the Holy Spirit to be the disciples who go out and carry on Jesus' vision. And what is that vision? Well, it is a vision that relies on you and me. It is a vision of tearing down the walls that divide us. It is a vision where we dispel the hate and ignorance that blinds us. And it is a vision where we are called to break free our hearts that have been hardened. The Great Commission compels us to be agents of change so that we might bring an end to the brokenness in this world, 
and to surround it instead with an overwhelming love. That is when our hearts set off on the right path. Can we do that work together, friends? Can we? It is a part of our faith we don't always embrace because it is difficult. But now, more than ever, it is necessary. So may we all go in the name of God, three in one, now and forevermore. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.